accessing. When TV and radio collide. Love it. This is what you get. You're listening to JJ and Alex. Presented by G2G Bars. Don't touch that dial. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome back, everybody. It is JJ and Alex, 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone. Happy afternoon to you. Happy Jazz Game Day. Less than an hour away from pregame with the coach, Tim Lacombe, and Jake Scott, of course, on the Jazz Radio Network. You can hear it all right here. We encourage you to hear it all right here. So there you go. Uh, did, we give away, uh, did we give away something for the Rocky Mountain Chevy Dealers Play of the Week? Yes, we did. Okay. What was the play? Oh, man. <laughs> He's a game-winning touchdown. Was it the game winner? It's some football game over the weekend. See, I would have picked Mahomes' uh, 26-yard run there at the end. That was as big as anything. The whole. Do you want to hear game. it in a different language, maybe? Ah, uh, now here was the one. JJ put us on to these uh, Korean NFL football announcers that, frankly, have made us want to step our game up when it comes to not just the play-by-play, but the production. I want you to listen here. Here's what it sounded like. With the Korean NFL radio announcers when the Chiefs won the football game. I can listen to that all day. Kevin Harlan's call was great, but it didn't have fake fireworks. Fake fireworks? They had like some twinkling in there? I'm like, Jeremy, we're not doing enough. We got to have periodically during the show some fake fireworks going off. We got to have some uh, some jingling. Yeah, man. It sound it sounded a little bit because the Nintendo or not Ninten- Nintendo. Although Nintendo should do it their own broadcast. No, Nickelodeon does the broadcast, and they have the actual guys doing the who play the the SpongeBob characters. First of all, one of them is Dobber from uh, from uh, what's that what's that show with uh, Craig T. Nelson. Coach, coach, yeah, of course, <laughs> freaking a. What's that? What's that? What's, what's that, that show about, about the coach, the football coach? What do you call? What do they, so, they call that? Dauber is the voice of Patrick Starr. That's correct. <laughs> and it started to go around the. It started to go around the internet pretty quickly when Patrick Starr was like, when McCaffrey fumbled, he's like, got a high point. It. You know, he said something. And he was like, dude, Patrick Starr clowning you on a fumble is next level. And I'm all about it. I was all sorts of, I was all sorts of into this thing. All right, let's kick off the hour though. I'm glad we played the the uh, the Korean football because uh, the Korean NFL, um, you know, call of this game that was as exciting as it gets. So, all right, let's kick off the hour as we always do with the cut. Let's jump in right here. It's time for the biggest story of the day. This is what made the cut with JJ and Alex on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. 
Oh, yeah. Yes! JJ. There we go. We got fireworks. I mean, this, is, the, this is finale, too. This is, that, oh, this that is, is some good fireworks. finale Oof. stuff right there. It was not the middle of the show. That uh, was the end. Yeah, man. I'm all I'm all about it. Like that was that's phenomenal. So there is something that I was I was actually really sad about, and that was the moment that it hit me. Sorry. I get a little choked up. You alright? When I start thinking about this. Football season is officially over. Uh, Take your time, Alex. We understand. Told myself I wouldn't do this. It meant so much to me. I don't know if there was a football season that made more of an impact in my life than the 2024 football season. Now, this is all of football, by the way. Every level. JJ, you and I called a high school game together one fateful night. When, special. E- when East was robbed of a, of a win against Brighton. <laughs> he scored. It was a touchdown. They should have won the game. But still, he's still in the end zone. Sorry, two-point conversion. Two-point conversion. We went through all of the different uh, feelings, of course, during the season. On the college football level, it was the first year for BYU in the Big 12. I don't know if I mentioned that. Mm. That might be something that people forgot. It was a special season for that reason. Now, they didn't play particularly well in the Big 12, but you get what I mean, though, Jason. Okay? I don't think I've heard Sarah McLaughlin this long in my life. But, regardless, the football season was only four and a half months old when it passed away. And now it will be remembered as the college football championship that Michigan won, a, a college football playoff that was different from other years, at least. No Alabama, no Georgia. They didn't deserve to make it, and they shouldn't have. Well, actually, Alabama was in the playoff. Oh, they were? Gosh. You've already forgotten. Maybe I just... Roll down tide. He's always saying funny stuff like that. <laughs> That's what I'm going to miss most is the humor from this season. It still matters more than the SEC. Some of the major lifetime achievements for this football season, of course. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Maato did it again, becoming world champions at the Super Bowl 58? Is that what the letters indicated this year? I don't read Roman numerals. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't read, to be quite honest. But it was a short-lived season, and it was taken too early from us. Of course, we know that we're buoyed up, Jeremiah, by the knowledge of seasons to come. Next year, the Big 12 is going to feature Utah alongside BYU here locally. But it won't match the firsts that so many of us had this year with this football season. It's the first time the Bills lost a huge game in the playoffs. Oh, wait. 
Mm, no. That happens quite often, actually. I'm going to miss him. JJ, do you have your own ob- obituary for that the... That was uh, touching, Alex. I, too, penned an obituary. A okay. farewell to both the college and football, or NFL seasons. Football, we're going to miss you. It is with sadness that we say goodbye to the 2023 football season, both the NFL and college seasons, which brought us lasting memories in 2023 that will not be forgotten. Season began with hope and optimism. The Lions beating the Chiefs in the opener. Can't forget them. Led NFL teams to believe that they actually had a chance this year. (laughs) They didn't. An unlikely NFL star was born in Pukunakua and gave the NFL a big market team in the playoffs. Coach Prime made Colorado relevant in football for the first time in a generation. And Texas won in Tuscaloosa. The NFL married Taylor Swift on September 24th when she showed up at Arrowhead. And with that, welcomed hundreds of thousands of Swifties to the NFL family, none of which remember a time when the Detroit Lions sucked. (laughs) The Chiefs continued their dominance and Michigan won a title too. The season wasn't perfect though. There was the sign stealing in Michigan that was embarrassing. The CFP leaving out Florida State despite being undefeated. The Cowboys choking in the playoffs again. And Georgia laying an egg against Alabama after Alabama almost laid an egg against Auburn. Whoa, damn, Todd! The joy of BYU getting in the Big 12 was snuffed out by the reality of playing big boy football. A 2-7 conference record. What? This football season is survived by the Chiefs' dynasty, college football realignment, <laughs> greed, the NIL, Jim Harbaugh making headlines. He'll now do it in the NFL. And, of course, it still means more in the SEC. The season was preceded in death by the Pac-12, Aaron Rodgers' Achilles, Cam Rising's 2023 season, the USC hype train, Florida State's college football playoff bid, Brandon Staley's NFL coaching career, and Nick Saban's legendary run at Alabama. In lieu of flowers, please donate to the collective of your favorite college football team. Phenomenal. Seriously, though, donate to the collective. Really, you have to. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to do this. you got to donate to the collective. You don't take this seriously, do you? Ah, yes, with the fireworks. That was amazing, JJ. Services will be held at uh, Arrowhead Stadium, the very first game of the season that the Chiefs are playing. What's the first NFL game of the year? Is it that? Is it the Chiefs host, the Super Bowl winner hosts the Jets, maybe? That'd be kind of fun. They do have, they do have, they do have new uniforms. I don't know if you guys know that. But the Jets have, are rolling out new uniforms. So they get to stink up new uniforms? Oh, yeah. That'll help their performance. What was the best, uh, what was the best moment of the entire football season for you? Like the best play? The very, the no, just like anything that was like, the, that was the thing that I loved the most about this football season. That's a tough one. I NFL know. or college? Any one of them. Oh, boy. Ugh. Nothing really stands out to me like the one moment. You? I'm going to go, and I hate to say it, 
But in terms of ridiculousness and the implications that it had, it's got to be it's got to be fourth and goal from the thirty one for Alabama, right? Yeah, that was probably the moment. I mean, it was as close to a hell mary as you got. That, but think I, about what it obviously did. meant a whole lot. And I'm not look. I hate Alabama, and beating a bad Auburn team normally doesn't do do it for me. The that thirty one yard fade in the back of the end zone from the opposite side of the field, unbelievable from uh, Jalen Milrow. It was what it did was that was the moment Florida State's season went away. Right? That exact moment. That was it. Because then they you would have no question. Because Alabama might have still gone. Were they going to be in the SEC championship game even if they lost that game? Yes. Yeah. So they won. They were there's no way they were going to leave them out of the playoffs. Right. Even so, if they had lost to Auburn. Which is just outrageous. Because they would have won the SEC championship against Georgia, who was undefeated. Yeah, but one. they would have had two losses. One of them to a bad Auburn team. Wouldn't have mattered. See, the I SEC think it would champion. I think it would have. They were going to leave the SEC champion out of the. You no can, way. They would not have. They would not have had a two-loss SEC champion, while the ACC champ. They. The only thing that that thin line of the one loss that Alabama had, they barely were able to justify that. Now you have a cynical view of. I'm having. I, I don't know. This is rare. I'm having the more positive outlook on what the college football playoff committee would have done. But I can't believe we're talking about this for the first time. You're an insane person. There's no way this they would have had. conversation is about two months too <laughs> I'm just telling you because you didn't say something so ridiculously stupid the first time. Oh, around. I'm right. I'm, I'm so right on two, this. A two-loss yes. Alabama team. The SEC champion was not going to okay. get left out of the playoff. We talked about the scenario, actually. Not this. No, not like this. Hold on. Jeremy, tiebreaker. Would Alabama have gone to the college football playoff with two losses? Roll down tide. Really? See? Yes. You go. No, you guys are foolish. Them in Texas and Michigan and Washington. And a 13-0 ACC champ, Florida State's left out. Yes. They were already so. The same no, scenario know, would have played the... out. Oh, my goodness. Yep. All right. Well. By the way, I have a list of teams the Chiefs could play in that opener. Oh, okay. Should we uh, end the segment with that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here are the possibilities. The Chiefs are hosting the following teams in 2024. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens. Nice. Mm, AFC Championship rematch. That's probably the one, right? The Cincinnati Bungles. Ooh, but see, Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow is going to be back. Ooh, yes. I like that one. If there's somebody that can unseat Patrick Mahomes from the dynasty situation that they're in right now, it's yeah. it's Joe Burrow. I like this one. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> that's a terrible choice. Although Houston is, Texans. That's actually yeah. an awful choice, too. The Raiders. Now, again, divisional opponent. Yeah, and I'll finish off, of course, the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh? Oh, Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh versus Andy Reid? I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Justin Herbert? Yeah. Uh, Here's the last two that um, you probably didn't expect. Hmm. NFC South teams, the New Orleans Saints or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Oh, boy. Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield back? Which one do you think the NFL likes the most? Okay. I don't know. No, the Ravens is a great one, though. Ravens or Bengals, that's my vote. That Jim Harbaugh, Andy Reid, week one matchup, I think the NFL, that's what they're going to do. I don't hate it, though, You're going to see the Chargers. I don't hate it. It's a divisional thing, and it's Harbaugh in his dang khakis. All right. Turning it over, uh, coming up in just a little while, about 30 minutes away, uh, Tim Lacombe and Jake Scott will be uh, back more around the corner right here. Stay with us for the NFL Blitz next, 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone.